guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast. This will be episode number 47. I am Nick Beto, and I am joined in the studio with a couple people that have never been on a podcast, and a couple more that have not been on since Devil's Lake. I am Donkey, also known as Sean. Cameraman Cubby, or Caleb, whatever one you want to go with. And one of the newbies, Caitlin. The other newbie, Landon. So Caitlin and Landon, you guys know this, know the drill. Uh, everybody that's new that comes on has to give the spiel about themselves and just basically tell a little bit about yourselves and why you are here on the show. Well, I'm Landon. Been friends with Caleb since first grade. Been getting closer to Nick and Sean recently. Looking to get a wheeler here soon, but I'm pretty sure we'll touch on that later. That's about it. As for me, I am dating Nick, so I'm kind of stuck doing the background thing. So I do a lot of the merch and organizing of some stuff. So that's what I got. Do you want to give a merch plug right away before we get into wherever... We're going to end up, which I have no idea where we're going to go with this one, but. Yeah, so for merch, we just posted our link uh, to order merchandise. We don't have a website or anything like that yet, but you can DM the North Bros Instagram or send emails or texts or whatever works for you, and we can get stuff ordered. Um, We have numerous logos that we're trying to cycle through to reach all of our audiences doing all of their hobbies of hunting, fishing, camping, four-wheeling, um, trying to reach everybody. Yep, and like she said, the link for that is on our Instagram page. Um, I believe I posted something on the Facebooks too. But um, yeah, so if you're interested in anything like that, we got sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, stickers, you name it, we probably got it. But getting into the episode this week... Cameraman Cubby has not been on since Devil's Lake, as we touched on, and he recently picked up a new whip. You want to talk, or are you just going to sit there and... Yeah, I suppose I can join in. Uh, So I've been looking for a little while, and I ended up finding a Sportsman 1000 on Marketplace, and decided that probably would be the one, so I went and talked to the bank... And I guess they gave me the money, so then I went to Cormorant to the Sea Boys that I'm sure most people probably know that are listening to podcasts about outdoors or riding four-wheeler or anything like that. And So now I own a 2020 Sportsman 1000. The Hunter Edition, the camel. Yep, Hunter's Edition. So seeing the videos of the Sea Boys on TV or on YouTube, Sea Boys TV on YouTube, you weren't nervous at all about picking... Picking a wheeler up from those guys, like maybe it was their last. You did? You, did you check their YouTube and make sure that it wasn't one of the, one of the previous videos, and they <laughs> just want to get rid of it? Yeah, I try to stay pretty caught up with their videos, especially when buying something from them. Ah, <laughs> uh, this one was a giveaway, and then they ended up cho- the winner ended up choosing the cash over the four wheeler. So then they just decided they were going to sell it for the money and. Do you have you are really bad at awkward silences? I'm gonna just call you out on it. You say something. 
and then you <laughs> then you pause and then you get right back into it but that's all right your this is only your second ever podcast minus the ones that you've called into uh so this one's going to primarily be four-wheeling talk really um caitlin and i actually got out and got our first ride of the season in this weekend it is april 2nd at the time of recording this one um so cubby picked one up caitlin has a seat in the razor donkey what what i got nothing right now i'm just in the loom how many get one the loom like fruit of the loom yeah that one yeah that'll work we'll go with that how many generals have you had i've just had one i borrow another one so if you want to count that one but that 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 don't count I've had many, many machines, but only one general. We're, we're already in past the intro. Usually we do a, a fishing update and let... What's that dog eating? It's a ball. Oh. Yeah, sorry if you hear any uh, background noise in this one. There's... How many dogs here? Six. Six? Uh, negative, it's five. Five. Well, anyway, yeah. they're all five labs. So yeah. Some of them are running around in here. You could probably hear their nails clinging off the floor. Uh, we're already past the intro when we usually give our update on the ice conditions, but uh, I'll let Cubby give the, the ice conditions update. For the most part, I'd say there's still pretty solid ice out there to fish on. Cubby, it's quit trying to BS your way through this. We have not been fishing. So last we, weekend, man. That's pretty recent. I, I suppose, yeah, you're right. So you can kind of BS your way through it. All right. I'll keep going now. Well, actually, we could... Just before we get into the wheeling talk, I know we already started it, but we could uh, touch on our fishing adventure last weekend. Yeah, I mean, it ain't going to take a lot of time, so we always can hit it off with that. There was no fish caught, but there was... That's false. I did catch one perch. We did so catch one perch. Knows. But there was a YouTube video that was shot, and it is currently up on the YouTube if you want to check it out. But yeah, why don't you just walk us through walk the listeners through what what happened last weekend <laughs> well we were gonna end up going for some pike and and it was me cubby sean and caitlin and jake for one day and jake one day and eli the other day but anyway so we decided we were gonna go just try to go after some pike for the late ice because most of the other fish are under quite a bit of pressure and it's not as easy to fish for them at this time of year, so we were just going to do the easy thing and go after some pike for the day. And we ended up not catching any pike all weekend, actually. But it wasn't because of a lack of effort or a lack of lakes. Yeah, we hit three different lakes in two days. Correct. And only one of them, which produced one small perch. And it wasn't even the one that I expected it would be. Um, we're not going to name drop lakes because these ones are all pretty small. But the one that we went to, I don't think I will go back there in the near. You're shaking your head over there. You got something to say? If we're talking about the same one, we will not be going back. It had a... Plumbob, how would you describe that? Um, You know, I would go with the sewer gas smell. and Yeah, it smelled like shit. Literally yeah, really did. shit. Yeah, you couldn't even sit in a house because it started to smell so bad inside. We, we did shovel out a spot, set one house up, and your eyes started watering when you were sitting in there. But we have fished this lake in the past, and none of us can remember it having the stench that it did this time when we... Yeah, no, I don't know if the, the farmer that's down there just said, 
screw it. I'm going to trench into this, this slough and this is going to be my, my lagoon, but we'll have to go down there with the kayaks this spring and check it out and see if it smells at all. Would you, would you guys like, uh, like to catch a pike on a kayak on that lake? Pass. <laughs> the pike in that one will probably drag your kayak around. So I've seen some of the ones that people have speared off there and it would probably drag your kayak across the lake. So that'd be fun. It'll be fun though. But like, what, what do you do when you get it up to the kayak and you, you catch it? Probably tip lip over. It. Just lip it. <laughs> Just lip it. Yeah, so that, as Covey touched on, we did get out last weekend. I forgot about that, so my apologies. Um, we found a good three in, three feet of ice. The first six inches roughly is starting to get a little little patchy and, and soft and honeycomb, but we still got, God, I bet you'd be the go till mid-April, no problem, using snowmobiles and track machines. It's been pretty warm, though. I bet it's starting to get pretty slushy on the top. That's snow now. Yeah, next weekend is Easter, so I will not be getting out next weekend, but the following weekend I wouldn't mind going out and just checking some ice just to keep keep tabs on, you know, shorelines. Because everybody knows that the shorelines are the first to go or the accesses are the first to go. But um, what? Pretty surprisingly, and today we were driving over the river, going in over into Minnesota and the Main Avenue Bridge. There's a double hub pop-up set up on the river. That's awesome. Good for that guy. I hope he caught I, something. I would not recommend that. I mean, just last week, there was almost flowing water on both edges of the river. Well, clearly there's not right now. Oh, not there. Wow, well, it could be now. That was a couple hours ago. <laughs> I was just surprised when I saw that, especially on the river. I mean, that's when they open up the dam, It that's the first to go. Well, and that was, yeah, the, the rivers are going to open up first, and then, yeah, they open that dam, and then the water starts climbing. Um and so. it did. I would say the ice level probably rose two to three feet from what it was and just came up closer to the bridge. But there, there's still snowmobile tracks running along it as well, but I, I wouldn't recommend it. I know in South Dakota the rivers are opened up because I have a buddy who was up there fishing so open water last weekend already. Where where was he at? Up on the rainy? Uh, I'm not sure exactly any locations, but I just know it was in South Dakota and he was open water fishing and I think he ended up, I think he... Hooked into one walleye, and then I think he ended up losing it, and that was all the better luck that he had, but it was still open water fishing. I'm seeing a lot of the resorts on uh, um, Facebook that are, are starting to call it quits. They're they're wrapping it up. Seasons are done. Unsafe to be out there with the plow trucks now. So now we're hoping that the, the spring is going to actually kick in. We've got a pretty hefty storm system that's targeting our area this coming uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, when this airs, it'll be yesterday that it let up uh they're talking 17 inches of snow had wet and heavy snow yeah something like that i think they did lower i think we were in a a watch if i remember right and now they did lower to a warning i believe so that could could be a good thing but who knows could just end up with rain and i don't think that'd be a good thing either you know we're getting into april i'd be totally fine with the ice disappearing so we can get i I do want to do some more kayak fishing this year I've never done it, but I think it'd be fun to go down to those same sloughs that we ice fish down here in North Dakota and, and take, you know, see if we can get on some perch or a good walleye bite or something. Because some of those lakes, there's no access to get on. You you have to walk through the field and you have to go in in the cattails and maybe we'll have to dabble into that a little bit. So that's what we got for a fishing update. Sorry, we're uh, 11 minutes into this one and we've kind of been all <laughs> over the board. We've talked about uh, Cubby's four-wheeler, merch. Uh, ice fishing update but now the main topic of this week's episode is like we said it's going to be four-wheeling talk so 
Sean, Cubby, and I have grown up on four-wheelers pretty much. God, I think the first ones that we had was either a 50cc or a 90cc. I want to say we had that Predator 50. That was the first one that I ever got, and I got that one brand new. Yeah, for your birthday. And then Caleb, that was passed on him. Then I took your white 90. That outlaw, yeah, so run, I believe run it was. Through, run through the, the list of all the machines that you can remember. And if you forget any, Cubby and I'll, if we remember. Well, I like, think we started with that. I think with the outlaw. Well, we had a three-wheeler. We did have a three-wheeler. We're going wheeler. way back. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't remember much past the three-wheeler. I do remember dri- riding the three-wheeler and busting my knuckles on a camper. <laughs> um, they turned sharp, but I didn't turn sharp enough, I guess, and busted my knuckles up. But otherwise, I don't remember much. With the three-wheeler, and then the Predator, which was the Predator 50. That one was brand new. And then we had an Outlaw 90. The the Predator, uh, the Predator. We had a Predator 90 as well. But I remember that Predator 50, uh, Kennedy, our little sister, she was on it, and she was going down the road, and Papa Josh was walking beside her with the tether in his hand, and she pinned it, like, like full throttle, and he pulled the tether that tip particular machine will not shut off if the throttle is pinned <laughs> and the tether's pulled. So he pulls it thinking that it's going to stop and it takes off and he's sprinting after it. I remember that. That was kind of funny. So that little predator had quite the history then because if I remember correctly, we were out riding down in the Hankinson area and Caleb was riding the machine. There's a couple stories with Caleb in that. Well, uh, that's what this one's about is wheeling. So go ahead and get it. Well, <laughs> I think it was actually Aunt Johanna. Cody has a tendency following of falling him. asleep. <laughs> Yeah, when he's that, four-wheeling. Well, there's that one. And then remember when he jumped the jumped the little hill and went over the handlebars? you got to give the story. Well, wait, well, we'll go back to the one where he fell asleep. So he's driving down the road, and I think I believe it was Aunt Johanna was following him. And all of a sudden, Caleb just veers off the road and down into the ditch and into the trees. And then he woke up and... I believe it was a cornfield, actually. Uh, no, Dad? No. We'll Dad did that we'll, with we'll the, do that one. After. We got a lot of machines, and I do remember the scrambler now. Yeah, but continue on. Yeah. With, uh, anyway, he, he falls asleep and then gets back on. And then I, I don't know if it was the same trip or not, but we're down playing in some land we rode in by Hankinson, and there was a little jump, I, I guess I would call it, or a, a little hill. And Caleb tried to jump it, and the front end of the four-wheeler went down before the back end, and he went over the handlebars. Almost ran him over. Pretty close. And I I believe that 90, I, or the... The white one. I think or the it was the one? white one. I don't remember the. I, I mean, I, I remember having it, but the, that white one, we kicked the crap out of that. I thing. rolled that one down a hill. Uh, I, Gary took off and on his sportsman and took off and got to the top of the hill and I, I, I obviously don't remember hearing it, but uh, Papa Josh said when after Gary took off, he was yelling at me to not follow Gary, and that night he was pretty loud. I just took off up the hill and ended up hitting a rock and down the four wheeler went. Yeah, it kind of rolled backwards down the hill a little bit. Then the handlebars caught a rock, turned sideways, which put it at a 90-degree angle to the hill. Thing, like, rolled five times down the hill. <laughs> Still ran after, though. <laughs> we beat the crap out of that for I you. don't know the story, but I know, didn't Haley hit a tree on that by chance? Yeah, that Papa Josh was with her. Was that the 50 did. or the 90? That was the white 90. Yeah. We were up at Grandma and Grandpa's farm up by Mayville up there, and uh, Papa Josh was riding right next to her. And they were looking at each other, and she wasn't <laughs> watching where she was going. And just full force, as square as square gets, just plowed into this tree, pushed the front bumper all the way in. Those things are pretty tough, though. I mean, for it lasted through all three of us, and we were not easy on them. I'd be surprised if it's still running now, honestly. 
Maybe it is. But it could be. I mean, we took care of it. I mean, we did our maintenance, but, well, Papa Josh did our maintenance, and we beat the crap out of them. So those were the, the mini ones we had. And the next one that I remember, we're not going in any particular order. Ken, if uh, Kennedy had a, she had her pink outlaw, I believe. She got brand new. Yep, we that had another outlaw. So we, we had quite a few of them. That was, yeah, that was a 110. That wasn't. That was pretty recent. That was after. I remember the, the old Polaris Scrambler 500 that had that mud. the red one? Yep, had mud flaps on it, front rack, rear rack, windshield, winch, and then the wagon. That, that thing was a machine. That was the cornfield story was the wagon. Yeah, I, do you remember that one? Pretty good. I don't remember. I, I just know that it was a combine. We were riding um, southeast North Dakota, just local riding, and we were in a drainage ditch while... Papa Josh doesn't like mud, so he had his wagon. I don't like mud. (laughs) (laughs) He had his wagon with him, and he was up on the top side of this drainage ditch, and he was, like, standing on the one floorboard because he didn't want to tip over. It was a pretty steep hill, and he ended up hitting a clump of dirt or something, and it caused him to yank the the handlebars to the right, which then caused him to punch the throttle and about six feet down on the other side it was like a straight drop was a cornfield and the four-wheeler and the the wagon launch off the top of this cliff and he took out like six rows of corn like the the you could see the imprint of the four-wheeler in the wagon sitting there which is i don't know 12 feet long and then you can see where like dad fell out yeah that was that was another good one all right i think he's very happy no, the dog is mad. Sorry if you hear that. Um, so yeah, the Scrambler. Then I remember the Suzuki King Quad Seven Hundred. That was that that machine was a beast. The black one. Yeah, that was. I I you, wish we wouldn't have got rid of that because I would I would have. Pro- I'd probably still have that if we kept that thing. Do you remember the 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 plow hills? We had a Swisher plow on it. Do you remember that? How big? I'm pretty sure they were sometimes taller than like our pickups. Papa Josh like made those hills like seven to ten feet tall. It was. But then around the same time that that pink outlaw, that uh, 110, came into the picture, we had a, a 2006 Phoenix, Polaris Phoenix 200. And that was, one got the crap beat out of it as well. Because I started on that one. And then I think I got it, and then Caleb got it. I think Cubby it. got it too, yeah, didn't he, you? He had I didn't one. have that for very long. I mean, I think I did, but I think at that point we had the Artie Cat as well. The only Artie Cat we've probably ever owned. Yep, so then we got to never have another one. Well, mom, mom, she did won. win one. She won a, I don't remember what year, but it was a, it was a red Articat 550, and uh, that thing did not make it. No, she traded it for a couch and a TV. Yeah, I was gonna say that one. Well, that had to have been back in like 2008, I bet. Yeah, brand new. That was new. before we moved to Wapton, and we, I believe, we moved here in 2010. Yeah. So I probably seven or eight. So I would have been, and it was brand new. So that was. That one didn't last very long, though. And then the second one we had, we bought from uh, Papa. That was that green Articat 550 that had the Articat plow with it. We did hang on to that one for a while. Did we, we ever get the plow with that? I don't mm, even know if we ever had the plow for it. I believe we did, because if I remember correctly, uh, we used it to plow the backyard. And when Papa Josh was instructing um, me and Nick, and I don't know, he might have been a little... Small You're moving yet, your mic stand so you can hear it clicking. That's why I was waving at you to stop. <laughs> I, I believe Papa Josh was instructing me and Nick how to operate the plow in the backyard. Unless it was, that might have been the sportsman, I don't remember. 
But I, anyway, he was instructing us how to do it and told us just make sure you don't hit the fence. And his next pass, he smoked he the smoked fence. He the fence. I yeah. believe that was the Articat. Correct. Because that was the first one we had for the plow in town. Correct. But that. But other than the other than the Articat, uh, after those, that's when your guys' two 570s came into play. Didn't you? Didn't we also um, get in when Dad traded the Suzuki off? Didn't he buy an eight fifty, a green one that you? Yeah, that was Jake's. Blowing that one up. That was Jake's. Yeah, I ran it out of oil. Turns the Suzuki out, also came from Jake as well, I believe. Yes, correct. It turns out that those machines do need oil. Didn't we blow up the red ninety around that same time? We had oh, a red ninety too. Uh, yeah, I red that was white. the outlaw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, that that, that yep. is true because. That was not a good trip because we lost two machines, and that was just a trip to the farm. That was a time but when I we were rushing Dad to go on a trip to the farm. Yeah, I remember that. That was a bad deal. Yeah, we well, never I rushed saw again. it was blowing white smoke, <laughs> and he's like, nah, it's probably fine. Don't worry about it. And yeah, no, we blew it up. So we blown up two. Yeah. I blew up an 850. Did you get, ever get a motor back in that one, or did you just trade it off? Did no, they just buy that, it from you? that was a whole, whole shit show. Uh, I ended up blowing up the 850, took it down there to have it looked at, and they called me and said, "Yeah, this is, you know, this is what you're going to be looking at to uh, to get it fixed." And they had that was a 2009 Sportsman 850 XP. It's one of the first body styles of that new, the new body style. And uh, they ended up telling me what I was going to be looking at to get it fixed, and they ended up having a 2007 Sportsman 500, the old Polaris the purple camel. camel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the cubby they upgraded. Don't worry, your new one they <laughs> upgraded that. Yours will not turn purple. I hope not. <laughs> but they they said, well, here's here's what we can do. You give us five hundred bucks or something like that. I don't remember exactly what the details were, but they said you you trade us this one, and we're gonna scrap it, and you can take this other one. And I'm I'm like, wow, you know, let me think about you gotta it. Got to get a machine, cause you got to get it back on the trails. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, yeah, we'll we'll just do that. Well, then after after the fact, I'm thinking about it. It's like that wheeler had a winch on it. That wheeler had brand new Bighorn tires on it, and I never got any of those back. It's just kind of a loss. And then I ended up having that 500 for like two or three weeks, and then I sold the 500 and ended up buying a uh, 2018 Sportsman 850. Uh, got rid of that 850 to buy a Razor. So then I traded that for a 2018 Razor Turbo, the orange and white one. And then sold that one, and now I've got my 2020 Razor Turbo. Didn't we bring that purple camo one out to Wyoming? Yeah, I think it was a spare. So I, I think that I think that's why we were in a hurry to get a new one for that one, if I remember right. Because we had that trip planned, and then we blew them up. We brought a couple couple spares with. I don't I don't remember all the details on that, but but I think that's oh well. Then yeah, your guys is two green 570s, and then you guys sold those. Cubby, you sold it and went to a dirt bike. Well, then we got Dad's Razor. Dad's Razor is in there as well. You want me to continue with the dirt bike? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I got the dirt bike. Ears, it's not interesting. I didn't ride a whole lot of trails with it because, I mean, no one else has a dirt bike to ride the trails up in Akeley with. So, I mean, some of the four-wheel trails, four-wheeler trails, you're not even supposed to go on with the dirt bikes. Possibly went on some of them, but that doesn't mean we talked about. Uh, I l- rode a lot around here where we live, and uh, needless to say, I wasn't that great at riding it, so I fell off more than anything. 
Well, that was your first ever dirt bike, so. Yeah, and it was it was a 230 trail bike, so it really wasn't geared to be riding wheelies, but that's about the only reason I wanted a dirt bike in the first place. Well, so. actually, that was the second dirt bike we ever had, because we used to have an old Yamaha 125YZ that we got from an auction, and it had di- every single body panel on that thing was a different color, and we ended up selling that, and the guy that bought it put all new... He's actually from town here, so I know who it is, and he had it for a while. I don't think he has it anymore. Didn't he wipe out on his I way home in a tractor I'm pretty sure he, yeah, he but hit he, a tractor. He rebuilt it after that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, con- continue with your, your bike. Yeah, I wasn't very good at riding it, but, I mean, it was a good time while I had it, and a lot of other people enjoyed it. And Karsten also, he took a good ride on it one time, and I was trying to be the generous guy explaining him that the clutch, there's a very certain spot in them where they start to engage, and... I was trying to explain that to him, but he didn't want any advice on how to ride it. He told me he knew what he was doing, and we were right next to a drainage ditch on a minimum maintenance road, and he was going to take it for a ride, and I figured there's nothing there that he can hit that's too valuable, so I let him take it from there, and he uh, decided that he was going to rev it up before he let off the clutch at all, and it ended up taking off in a wheelie and it drug him down the ditch and then he went up the ditch on the other side and this whole time there's many of us there there's probably seven of us out there no one got it on video sadly but we were all telling him to let go of the dirt bike because he's like supermanning it and <laughs> he got drug around on the ditch and eventually it tipped over but he did get back on and he uh i think he listened to how to ride it the second time he <laughs> went for a ride he did get back on it huh he did yep because I only rode it once. Did you fall off? No. Almost got strangled by a American flag. That was one of the stupidest things that ah. I, <laughs> I, I thought in my head. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be really cool. I'm gonna put this this flag on my back, and I'm gonna get going fast enough to the flag flaps behind me. Was that that the lander? Yeah. Are you sure it was the yes. bike, and that wasn't the pit bike that no. I brought up there the one time? Yeah, no, that was mine. Yeah. Nice. With the paracord to wrap around your neck? Yes, I had it around my neck. <laughs> and as I'm driving, Lovely. I slow down, and the flag catches in the sprocket on the dirt bike, wraps it up, and, like, yanks me backwards. Luckily, I wasn't going very fast, so I was able to stop. The flag went up in the in the sprocket, you know, wrapped it up really good. didn't damage it really at all. We actually still use it. But then, yeah, the paracord cinched around, <laughs> around my neck and, like, yanked me back. And I stopped. And I remember coming back around and you guys are all standing there like, uh. I remember hearing the dirt bike, like, turn off or whatever sound it made. And we couldn't see you. And Sean and I were standing next to each other. And we both looked at each other like, that cannot be good. <laughs> and that was before we had all the gravel in there. So it was super sandy and kind of tough to, to keep it upright. And, uh, yeah, so that was fun. I think you learned a valuable lesson, though. Yeah, don't tie stuff around your neck. Or don't try and fly a flag on a dirt bike. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think about the angle wasn't even right anyway. It wouldn't, (laughs) you wouldn't even be able to see it. But, I don't know. There's more dirt bikes in the brewing, though. I'm looking to get one for this summer sometime. Do you have the audio of uh, the video you showed me yesterday? Yeah, I do. Should I uh, look for it quick? Yeah, you you can try and find it. So between myself and Nick, (laughs) we're each going to be looking for a dirt bike sooner than later. I don't remember doing this. I don't remember saying this. But he has video proof. And he'll, he's trying to find it right now and he'll play it. 
I don't think you can get yourself out of that one. No, I no, I can't. I definitely uh, did you find it. Um, not yet. But you you ended up selling that red bike, correct? Yeah, I actually sold it to one of my buddies. He enjoyed it for a while for himself, and then he decided to sell it as well. And he decided to he got a brand new snowmobile instead. Ooh, that's that's cool, but you can't ride it in the summer. Well, you can. All right, I got this video. We'll see how it sounds on this mic. Not exactly sure how this will go, but this is Nick talking. This was two years ago. He didn't even remember the video until I pulled it up. Yeah. That was Nick's promise to me. And Oops. In like 2021. Hey, a promise is a promise. There was no expiration date on that promise. <laughs> Are you sure? Pretty sure there is. There's like an unwritten rule that if, you, if it's not talked about for so long. It might gonna... have been within three years. I'm not sure. But we're only at two. But you sold your bike and then you didn't. This is the first machine you've had since you sold your bike. Yeah. For a while, I just rode Papa Josh's Razor. But I figured if I took too many more rides on that, then I'd be putting money into it. And Donkey, you, the last one that you had was that green 570, and then you sold that. And I believe after that I bought that 2018 uh, Sportsman 1000, the red one. And I regret selling that one. Um, and then I sold that and bought the 2018 General 1000, the, the bluish one that had the wrap on it. I think it was blue. There was a blue wrap for sure. We were just looking at videos of that. Cubby and I were looking yesterday of when you were in that mud hole up there in, in Akeley and, and popped the tire off the bead. Yeah, that was uh, – I don't remember. I think Kennedy was in with me, and she ended up climbing out the passenger window <laughs> yeah, to yeah, get out. Yeah, you can see that in the video. We, like, had to rewind yeah. it to see who that was, and she, like, had to belly crawl out the window because that's how tight of an angle it was. Yeah, it was – I'm I'm still surprised that I didn't scratch the crap out of the, the plastics on that side because it rubbed the whole way through it. And I did it about four times before we finally popped a tire and then decided to just Actually, rip it out. watching the video, it looks like you popped the tire immediately and then We just didn't realize to, it. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. But I, I do I do really miss the sportsman, but I, for my purposes, I prefer the general for what I use it for. But we'll see what happens. Somebody's mic is clicking like no other. I don't know which one that is. There, it stopped. I don't know. Maybe it's a ghost. I don't know. That's we weird. do not have the normal podcast supplies. That's part of the issue, I think. Yeah, we forgot the mic stand, but that's all right. Just say this works pretty good. So that that wrapped general was the last one that you had. Then you've been borrowing Correct. Sam's, but yeah, I've been shout out to Sam. He, whenever he's not using it, if I ask to borrow it, he doesn't. That dog sounds like it's out front. Nah, they're fine. <laughs> Hopefully, they didn't jump the fence. So they what are you what are you gonna look at getting here? That you're because mom picked up that that five seventy sportsman with the plow that we've been using a little bit here and there, but so she's got one to ride. Uh, Blake and Tracy still have theirs to ride. Then we've got Flash, uh, we've got Mike, we've got John, Jacob, um, Timmy has a a ranger that he's hoping to bring out this year. Uh, Austin Schmidt, Schmidt hasn't been on a podcast yet, but maybe. Maybe a couple videos, early, early videos. Early, early videos. I think the first video Schmidt was in. Yep. And uh, 
he just picked up a cf moto four seater that thing we were out riding with that today uh, our other buddy burger has a razor so we've got a lot we could uh we could definitely have a big clan this year without trying very hard to to get it so what are you going to be are you going to look at picking something up for this summer or i would like to um but i i don't know what i'm going to look for i like i said i prefer the general for what i i mean i do trail riding and then actually i use them at the races as well and the box is nice uh, but price wise i might just get a four-wheeler but we'll see what happens time time will tell i've been looking a little bit but not finding a whole lot i mean they're they're out there but the prices are still super high then landon you're looking at uh picking something up here this summer yeah i'm actually looking at getting a players 570 or 850 leaning towards the 850 right now cameraman cubby what would your argument be for somebody that's like that that they, they want something to go trail riding with but they don't care whether it's the 570 or the 850 uh my opinion is i'd buy a slightly more used 850 over the 570 especially as a i mean for most young guys, they're looking for a little bit of power out of these things. And I mean, I had a 570 myself, and don't get me wrong, it was a nice machine, and I definitely got my enjoyment out of riding it. But I think I'm going to enjoy a little bit more power out of the bigger motor and the four wheelers more than that. And I don't think the prices are like extremely different between the two. What no, you- from what I've seen on Marketplace recently, they're pretty well close. So I think I'm going to get an 850. Yeah, my, my, spiel on what why to go with an 850 over a 570 is very similar to what cameraman cubby just said um when you get into a sand pit and all your buddies are on 850s and thousands and you're on a 570 and they start ripping around doing laps around you you're kind of like well you know crap i wish i had i wish i had a little bit more power to play with but then again at the same time it depends on what you're using it for i mean if you're mainly going to trail ride with it and you don't really care to play that much well then 570 is probably the way to go well that's exactly right i mean we got multiple five we probably got more 570s than we do 850s and thousands in the group that we usually ride with between the one that we just picked up and then blake and tracy's and tyler just sold his i I think we had four well we had like six or seven of them at one point but now we're down to now we're down to three yep down to three 570s and they, they keep up with us i mean when we ride down the trail, we're not we're not going you know super super fast. We're right depending I mean, on who's leading. I mean <laughs> they still I mean it's five seventy. They still go sixty sixty five miles an hour, which is plenty fast. It's not not so much about top speed even even just like the amount of torque that those eight fifties and the thousands have compared to the five seventies is a big difference in my opinion. So how much riding are you uh, hoping to do this summer? Are you going to be up there quite a bit? Yeah, I think I'll be out there quite a bit. Hopefully it produces a little mud for us when all the snow melts. We shouldn't have a problem with it. I don't it. think mud's going to be an issue. It's going to be sloppy out there. I, I'm, I'm guessing usually the trails are set to open May 1st, but this year, what they've done in years past, and it's been quite a few years since they've done it, but what they've done in years past is if it's super muddy, they'll push it back. They'll they'll push it back, you know, a couple weeks or whatever because they don't want you going in there. It, it makes sense. I mean, when you get in there and you start ripping it up and you make a bunch of ruts and then when it dries out, well, now you have permanent ruts that you got to deal with all summer long. Right. I mean, there's a time and a place for where to tear it up and where not to tear it up. And as long, I think they worry a lot about the guys who go off the trails and go make their own mud holes on the side paths and where you're not even supposed to be in the first place. 
And those are the ones that are going to ruin it for everybody else. Right. And I think that's part of the reason that they don't open them right away is because that's someone sees a water hole on the side. And, I mean, there's a lot of people who just instantly got to go hit it. And as you said earlier, there's a time and a place for that. I mean, there, there's, Absolutely. there's trails where, or trail systems where, you know, it's, that's a lot of what they have is, is mud runs off to the side and then they have a, a clean trail that stays open. It's, it's the ones where they, they re- run around in it and play in it in the middle of the trail. Those are the ones that, that kind of. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even, even in Akeley where we always ride, I mean, there's plenty of holes that fill up with water. Oh yeah. Even right in the middle of the trails and stuff that you have to go through or some you can get a path around. And they've been filling in a lot of the deep holes like we were just talking about Sean and his general when he popped the tire off the bead. There's a lot of deep holes like that that are out there that they're going in and filling filling in because I don't know if, if that's uh, – I don't know if they want, you know, to prevent people from damaging their equipment or – yeah, I don't know what that is about, really, because I, I mean, part of, I think some of those are an attraction. Like some, like I mean, there's times that we'll go try to find those because there's someone in the group that just wants to do it, wants to go hit a hole or something. Right, right. Uh, I was kind of looking at, looking at different YouTube videos that I want to do this summer as far as riding goes, and one, one of the places in particular that I really want to hit this year, Appleton. But we've been to Appleton before, and. I swamped my razor, my new razor, and I also, um, let's see, we swamped the razor. Cubby had issues with his dirt bike. You are they leaving? Everybody in the, the your mic picked that up clear as day. That's okay. They can know. <laughs> we just had unexpected company. Um, but yeah, Appleton is not. Jacob had issues with his brand new wheeler when he brought it down there. I messed up the razor. You were having dirt bike issues. Um, yeah, I needed a carb clean, I think is what that was. Sean messed up his cluster when I got stuck because I was yelling at him to get me out, and he leaned over, and, and he hit the cluster, broke that, snapped his winch cable. I snapped my shift. That place has a rap sheet of stuff that it has destroyed. That pla- It's full of water, and the one problem with going through water is you never know what's underneath it. Because I think Jacob lodged a rock underneath <laughs> in one of his rims, didn't he? Yep, he did that. And then speaking of yep. not knowing what's under the water, in Akeley last year, Sean had the general. And I think I think I have video of it somewhere. I might have to try and find that and throw that up on an Instagram reel. I thought you did. That was Sam's general. I think you, you did get it on video because I think you were still editing that one. I know I have it on video. It might actually already be on YouTube. But that was funny. He turns around and he's coming through this water hole and all. It's just stop just dead in his tracks just done just I, I believe it i think that video is up um because i i think i warned sam if you watch any of our stuff don't don't worry i didn't wreck anything i did end up bending the plow mount um i think it was just the two two little his his isn't the players one so it doesn't just lock into the frame but just a little the mounts where you put your bolt through i did end up bending that but we just bend it back and yeah that was the plow mount that caught that one Somebody's but car alarm's going off. Cubby made a really good point as you never know what's underneath the water. We good? Whose car is that? Tyler. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> Where is Tyler? He could have made an appearance on the podcast. I think he's got a dump trailer. Sean's garage has got a slight leak. 
So I think the plan is to move some snow after we're done doing the podcast again. Oh, there we go. There we go. And I slightly, because then it kind of pools a lot of water at the end of his garage. <laughs> and eventually he's not going to open his garage door if it stays. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, places that we're going to... We'll, we'll start wrapping this one up here. Uh, places that we want to ride this summer. I know one of the, a couple of the big ones on the list that will probably will... Actually, I know they will not happen this year. Uh, the Black Hills down in South Dakota. That's one that we want to hit. And going back out to Wyoming again. That was a blast. Yeah, that was a good time. But locally, I think a couple of the ones that we can hit, you know, we've got Duluth, which that's about the farthest one that we would have locally. And then we've got Malax, Spider Lake, Akeley, Two Inlets, Smoky Hills. And that's just kind of a, you guys think of any that I'm missing? Well, then you got Appleton. Appleton's another one you can yeah, put in there. I bet we'll make an Appleton run. Maybe. All right, no Appleton this year. Um, we, the last time we were down in Appleton, we had issues. We just, we were talking well, that when you were taking care of the dogs. Oh, okay. All so the different I, machines that. I want to say that Appleton this year, with all the snow that we've gotten, I bet you it's going to be worse than it was that year. Well, you know. The, with all the snow that we still have. The lesson that I learned while we were down there and, and riding and all that, don't go in the mud holes because they have a quicksand bottom. Well, I mean, there's something to prove when you see a mud hole. You got to be that. And I think there's a lot of convincing that happens when we're in a certain group. And well, I don't think there was. Hit it. Well, I don't know what went on in the razor. You were in the razor with Nick. I but I know. You backed out of that mud I hole. Did. And I think uh, either I told Nick that we should do it and he agreed or he said, should I do it? And I told him, yes, we should do it. I, I believe that because I, I did get a lot of shit after. Um, after we got the razor out and done that, I was a baby for not hitting it. But if I would have hit that on my four-wheeler, I think it would have been underwater. It was definitely a mutual agreement between me and Nick that we should hit it. <laughs> yeah, and that ended it. as soon as my ass got wet. Yeah, I bailed. As soon as water started coming through the floor, I knew it wasn't going to end well, and I didn't want wet feet, so I jumped out, and I was sitting on the roof. Took four Can-Am side-by-sides hooked together to get me out of there. And they struggled. We did have it, locked up wheels, though. Well, yeah, like I said, it broke the shifter cable, shut off in the water. Yeah. So I'm when still I, impressed there wasn't more damage. If I ever sell that one, it'll be listed as lightly used. <laughs> With We're that, just never going to sell every marketplace that, guy. That'll be one of the pictures is the razor. <laughs> water up to the <laughs> headlights. Probably ain't going to sell. That might not be a good idea. That's just one of the things that we talk about, and hopefully they don't find out. I don't think I'll sell that one. They don't even make that one anymore. No, you should probably keep that one. But... Uh, well, we've been rambling on about all sorts of different stuff, fishing, four-wheeling, pretty much just fishing and four-wheeling for the for the last 45 minutes. Uh, oh, and then merch. We had a merch plug thrown in there. Uh, nice conditions, which to fall under fishing, I suppose. Yep, yep. Uh, anything, you guys got anything you want to close out with? And we'll start with Caitlin first, and then we'll go Landon, Cameraman Cubby, Donkey, and then I'll round it out. Has anybody ever talked about you being your nickname being Worm? I don't think I've ever heard anybody call you Worm on the podcast. That is correct. We get it's it's got to stick. Everybody else has a nickname. Why don't you? I don't know. I, I don't give. I give nicknames to other people. Well, you have one, but we just got to get it to stick, though. That's for a future episode. <laughs> Maybe on episode fifty, we can get into how we got our nicknames. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that works. 
Well, to start off the wrap-up, I just hope that spring is around the corner so we can start doing this riding on all the trails that we hope to this spring. I want the snow gone. And you want a wheeler. And, yeah, I do want a wheeler. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just hope everyone has good luck fishing, either as soon as the ice is gone in your location or if you still got the bravery to go hit the hard waters, good luck on fishing. I'd be about the same. I I don't have anything special. Um, if you are out, just be careful. You gonna get a general? It, I think so. I'm, <laughs> I I say I might get a foiler, but if I get one, it will be a general, and more than likely I will have one. Um, come, come I'm, May. I'm thinking June. May. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be May. June. May. Maybe May. But that's only a month away. And get going. Well, <laughs> we'll see. I I I would like to. Um, and then I would like to. I know last year I think I was up at the land like three times. I think Janessa used the camper more than I did. Um, I'll that, race you. I'll own a dirt bike before you own a general. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, you Let's probably do it. will. Should we do like a little bet? I need. What's bet. the loser do? Well, I think you should join the bet on a dirt bike then if you're trying to make a no, bet. No, 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 no. I'm the host. <laughs> what do you What do you want to do for the bet? What's the loser got to do? The first Put 100 one? bucks on it. 100 bucks? Come uh, you'll on. You'll go buy a dirt bike tomorrow. <laughs> you <got laughs> I'm, I, I gotta can't be a junker. It's yeah. got to be something nice that you're going to keep. Well, I'm not well, going to go buy a junker. I don't think they – I mean – they know. do. My they do. my last general was it was a nice unit. It, just, it was kind of it a, was used. That that one was used and abused. I think it was rolled before I got it. Not not lightly used. Either. Did anyone no, I, um, did anyone inform you we, that, that we, we could find down, a better deal or no? I'm now rambling again, but we we drove down to I want to say it was Mapleton, Iowa, to pick that one up, and I think it was me, Caleb. The underbody of that thing was like brown, like thick rust. Well, but the guy and yeah, the guy said it. He, he and he said they wrote it. I mean they. He said he wrote it down in Texas before he brought it up here, or that's where the guy who had it before him. And I believe, like, Malax, or is it Malax that has the, or where was it that? There's an Iron Range up Iron north range. somewhere, that, but I don't remember I don't exactly remember exactly what it is. But that, that, I think, he, the way he explained it was it was the same thing. Like, it just, it stains the machine. But we did, Caleb, cameraman Cubby did um, say, I don't know if this is a good idea. But I never had issues with it. The only thing that was wrong was popping the tire. And then I ended up selling it. I don't know why, but I did. And then, yeah. But we'll wrap it up. I Just be safe out there if you're fishing. And hopefully spring comes soon. That's going to be one of the longest wrap-ups that I've ever had on the podcast. Oh, we started rambling again. So, <laughs> Well, thanks again for tuning in, guys. Uh, keep an eye out on the Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, again, merch is on Instagram. And we'll be coming at you with more good content coming down the lines here. We got some hats coming out soon. Um, again, stickers, sweatshirts, hats, T-shirts, and laser engraving. We, we've, we've got a lot of stuff. So if there's anything that you want, don't hesitate to reach out. And, uh, yeah, so thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, we'll get back to you. <laughs>